Uh, Merrimack remains undefeated in the last four with a 3-2 to win over Cornell tonight. With us is the head coach of the Warriors, Mark Dennehy. And, uh, Mark, first question I have to ask you, Aaron Titcom hit in the first period there and, and came out of the game. How is he? Um, he's, he's sore. Uh, he's sore. Um, you know, I, I can't disclose the injury, but uh, I think it's going to be a little bit of time on this one. So that's going to sting because he's been playing pretty well for us, you know, and guys like that are tough to tough to replace. Yeah. You had to then go with 5D after that against a pretty physical team. Uh, it seemed like the guys responded. Yeah, you know, I thought our, our D played really hard tonight. Uh, they played, you know, they they worked really hard, probably harder than they than we wish they needed to. Um, you know, I thought we let the game get away from us a little bit. Uh, you know, you have a three nothing lead, and you know, uh, I felt like we played started to get loose a little bit up front. And uh, you know, instead of being efficient and keeping guys in front of us, you know, they uh, we started flipping pucks around, turning pucks over, getting overplayed, and. Uh, and now it's you know now they're in our zone and it's taken us more energy to to get out. So uh, we've got to be smarter than we were uh, in the second and the third for sure. Uh, but our D and, and our goalie uh, Drew kind of uh, got us out of it. You saw them twice in Ithaca last year. And now the game here, uh, their physicality in particular. You know how do they compare to the teams that that you generally see and that you expect to see this year? I thought that they're you know one of the more physical teams you're going to see. I mean, first of all, right, uh, they had 11 guys who are 6'2 or over in their 18 forward skaters. Um, I mean, they could field a football team. They're massive. Uh, you know, and, and they're well coached, and, um, you know, I, I, they're hard to play against. You know, we, we were tired. Uh, I thought we were, um, you know, it's our fourth game in six nights. And then you add the fact that we're down to, to 5D. We've got guys working uh, really hard. Um, you know, and, and we've got to be smarter than that, you know. But uh, it's like a prize fight, right? They're heavyweights, and they'll lean on you. And I thought they, uh, they did a good job of that late and, and turned the tide a little bit. So, um, no, they, they, their physicality and their strength play a big part. One of the guys you had to call on, I mean, I suppose with how well he's played lately, we could have honored him before that, but tonight was a good opportunity given everything that happened. He had two assists. Johnny Kovacevic, a uh, uh, freshman defenseman, continues to play well, and, and like you said, he was one of the guys that you called on there with Aaron Titkin being hurt. Yeah, no, um, you know, he's it's his fifth game, which is hard to believe because he plays with such poise. Um, you know, he's he just keeps getting better. Um, so what jumps out at you with you know what he's doing particularly well now? Well, he's got such poise with the puck, he doesn't turn it over, you know. Um, and, and when you see him, we go D to D, and, and he just gains ice. He skates away from people, which I think initially people worried about his feet. His feet are fine, you know. Um, and when he does get engaged or someone does get on him, he's got a big enough body that, and good enough hands to just kind of use his body to protect it. So um, those are those are two things off the top of my head. Um, but he's he's got some escapability. He's got poise on the point, uh, especially on the power play, like... Um, hey, he's got some things to work on. Don't get me wrong, but uh, he's eager too, which is which you like as a coach. He wants to get better. Yeah, I mean, I think back to he had I think maybe three or four penalties in the first game, and uh, and right after that, it seemed like you know he he immediately he learned he knew what he had to do and, and adjust his game for, for the way it was being called, and he did that. Well, he's incredibly smart. I mean, he's a really smart young man. I mean, this is someone who, and you know, we have really good students in our in our. Uh, in our stead, in our locker room, like Alfie Larson or Hampus Gustafson or Ryan Sullivan or Andrew Braithwaite, he's that kind of smart. 
um, you know, he's, he's doing engineering, and uh, I've seen his midterm grades, and uh, he's helping, that's for sure. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think that helps. It doesn't always transfer to the ice. Believe it or not, Book Smarts doesn't always transfer to the ice. Um, sometimes those guys like to turn their brains off when they come to hockey, but um, he's very cerebral. You blocked 14 shots tonight. I'm not sure if that's the most this year, but it's got to be up there. It is, you know, and, and that's one of those shots that you're like, great, we blocked 14 shots, but when you have the puck and you're on offense, you don't have to block shots. And I think that's more of a testament to the fact that we didn't take care of the puck enough. We didn't play a 200-foot game. We didn't play it in their zone enough. Uh, we didn't play hard enough, heavy enough uh, to, to have as much puck possession as we needed to. And because of that, we ended up defending more than, than we wanted to. But it's good that we had guys um, uh, eager to block shots. Uh, the first goal that got you one uh, lead of one to nothing, Michael Babcock, a great individual effort. First, a good pass out of the corner, and you know he gets to the puck and gets it to his own rebound as well. Well, I, I thought it was a great play by Patrick Kramer to, to get on it. Um, good play by Matt Fogut to be the, the second guy quick in on it. And then Babs is supposed to come across, and, he, and the one thing about Michael Babcock is very rare that he doesn't do what he's supposed to do because he pays a lot of attention to it. So um, that was good to see. And then the second goal, the goal on the power play. Uh, five on threes, you, you need to take advantage of those, and you did that. You got a screen in front, and Alex Carl shot for the goal. Yeah, no, uh, Alex Carl, nice play. I mean, so uh, Alex is a heads-up player. He's very good with the, with the puck, um, especially when he's got time and space. And it was just a heads-up play, just a sort of a almost like a basketball play where, you know, two guys are on the same page, and they kind of lock eyes, and Alfie tapped his stick, and there was a lane there, and and, uh, and Alex just put it right on his stick, and Alfie got a nice tip on it, and just just two guys playing, making a hockey play. Oh, so did they change it then? They had Carl on the goal. Are they saying I, it I was tipped? Al- I believe Alfie tipped it, okay. um, but it was just a good play by both those guys. Right. Alfie established position in front. We had a lane, taps his stick, boom, it's there, and, and that was good to see. And the play on the third goal, we talked about Johnny Kovacevic. He started that whole play off with a, you know, winning a battle in his own end. I'm trying to think of the third goal. He wins the battle in his own end and is able to turn the puck back up ice, and he had Hennig and, 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 yeah. uh, and Hampus Gustafson and, and ends nice up scoring play, the goal. And a nice play by uh, Hamp, too, who's been playing like a man yeah. uh, recently. Um, yeah, no, it, again, John, you know, our defensemen in general worked really hard tonight to, to get the pucks to the forwards. I'd like to see our forwards do a little bit more with it, and by more I don't mean trying to beat guys one-on-one. I mean getting it behind their D and making them defend, but... Um, uh, no, it was a good play by Covey and, and a good play by uh, um, Hamp to get the puck, use the, the guy as a screen, shoot with his feet moving. I think he cut, caught Gillum kind of in between, and it went five-hole on him. Yeah. Um, the play in the uh, in the third period when they were reviewing, the uh, were they, first of all, was it a review for the uh, for the goal or for the penalty that ended up being called? And what did they say when they came over to talk it to It was you? a review, review for the goal. The penalty was going to happen no matter what. Right. It was a review for the goal. And, um, you know, I, I said, hey, you know, you saw it, and I'm going to see it, so yeah. I trust you. You know, I, I trust you got it right. Um, just make sure you got it right because I have the video too. And, uh, and they did. I watched it, and it's a, it was the right call. You know, Luddy... Uh, kind of went too easily into the goaltender. We want to drive the net, but you got to respect the crease. Uh, penalty kill maybe came up big. I know you gave up the goal late on the power play in the third period, but penalty kill was strong, killing all but one opportunities, and, uh, and maybe the biggest ones were in the third period when they were trying to get back in the game. And the momentum was on their side, too. You know, I mean, that five-minute major really helps us a ton because it, it – you know, you're killing clock. Even if you don't get looks, you know, I would have liked to have gotten some more looks there, but it's really about the minutes because we're up 3-1, right? Four, four might end it, but, you know, 
three is good enough. You know, it should be. Um, but you knew when we were coming off the five on three that we we're going to have to kill at least one. <laughs> you know, and we ended up having to kill two. And, um, you know, they pulled the goalie there, and, and we didn't make a great read, but our penalty kill was good when it needed to be. All right, so the last two games now, you got a tie against Boston College, a win here against Cornell, two of the better teams you're going to play this year. Um, you guys have come a long way in the last few weeks. We have. Yeah, we have. And um, But we've got to remember what gets us there, right? And it's, you know, we want to play fast, but we also want to play with intelligence. Uh, I think the famous John Wooden saying is um, you want to play fast, but you don't want to hurry. And I felt like tonight we were hurrying, you know, because we were playing catch-up, because we weren't taking care of business early. What I mean by that is just being on the right side of pucks, you know. Uh, you know where they're going with it, and I felt like we were chasing it too much. And it was behind us more than it was in front of us. So uh, we want to play fast, uh, but we don't want to hurry. And, and when we're playing well, that's exactly how we're playing. Well, you finished this stretch of five games in eight nights or so. Uh, tomorrow you're unbeaten in this stretch, which is a great way to start it off. And you'll go up to UNH with the big ice surface. And like I said, you played a lot of hockey now in the last eight days or so. Uh, how, do, how does that affect what you guys may try to do tomorrow? Um, you know, you know the answer to this one, Mike. Uh, we'll watch the video. and uh, What do they say? On to Cincinnati. But I guess, I mean, you know, what, what, what's important tomorrow when you, you know, given, like I said, you're at the end of this, you know, pretty busy stretch for you guys? Well, Let's get through it first, you know. Um, that's the big thing is tomorrow's a league game, you know, and we got some guys bumped up after yeah, tonight's right. game. and So we got to evaluate that and see who's ready to go. And uh, and then at that point, uh, put together a game plan. Um, not really change much about what we do, just emphasize certain things we want to emphasize, you know. And um, and then we'll go play hard and, you know, we get Sunday off. So um, I guess that that is the plan. Yeah. All right, thanks a lot, Mark. Appreciate it. We'll see you up at UNH. All right, thanks, Mike.